Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Rusty Quill presents. Hey everyone, Alex Italanda here, and welcome to the Ostume Sagas. Now, if you're enjoying this series and want more right away, I just wanted to mention that you can get them on our Ostium Network Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. By becoming a supporter at any level, you'll instantly get access to the next 15 episodes in the series. So that's on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Now, I'd just like to thank our five most recent patrons for supporting the Ostium Network. Thank you to Death to Komatsu, Daryl Williamson, Descripticon, Virginia Green, and Talon for all your support. We really appreciate it. And now let's get started with the next chapter of the Ostium Sagas. The Ostium Sagas twenty two Saga two sixteen sixty six part five The year I picked was 1666, and the place was London, and the event was the Great Fire of London. A good chunk of the city was literally razed to the ground. I guess I could have chosen San Francisco in the 1906 earthquake. Pretty much all the city was either turned to dust and ruin by the quake, or burned to black ash and cinders by the unstoppable fire. But in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't really that long ago, and there was quite a lot of evidence and historical artefacts while 1666 was a lot farther back in the past, and because so much of it was wiped out, there isn't the same amount of evidence and historical relics to know exactly what happened. For a city that's been around for literally thousands of years, to be partially obliterated and having to start from scratch, 
There was so much that could be learned for history, for society, for the world in general. And I just had to find out what it was really like back then. I submitted the reports, asking to stay there for six months. Yeah, I know that's a lot of time, but isn't time travel all relative and whatever? Nah, just kidding. But I wanted to see and experience what rebuilding such an important city would be like. I know it took many years to rebuild, but I thought six months would at least be as close as I could get. Whoever I talked to said like a week or two. One person went a whole month. I figured I'd just get automatically shot down. I was beyond shocked when my request got approved, along with everyone else's. I actually started doubting myself then. Had I made a mistake? Was this too good to be true? What was the catch? And if only I had known what I know now. Well, I'm not really sure what I would have done, and what would have made any sort of difference. Anyway, at the time I was over the moon. I wanted to go back in time like tomorrow, but I had to wait my turn, which took a couple weeks. In that time there were some people who came back from their trips and just raved about how awesome it was. I felt like I'd heard about a lot more people going through the doors, and more should have been coming back by then, but weren't. I figured at first I had my numbers wrong. Again, a poignant clue that could have told me so much, or at the very least raised my hackles, but I was just too naive, too excited. With each story of a successful trip and how truly incredible it was to travel back in time to all these places, I knew I had found my true calling in life, or to be more exact, my calling had found me and brought me to this unique place. I couldn't wait for my turn. And then the day arrived and I did my best not to lose it. I got dressed in my specific period appropriate garb. I'd gone through all the training for the language and speech patterns of the 17th century. I'd worked for over a month getting my accent just right so I would blend in with the average person. We talked about the fact that as a Chinese person, I would stand out more in London in 1666. My cover story was that I'd be a tea merchant. It felt too cliché, bordering on racist to me, but I, perhaps stupidly, because I didn't want to jeopardise my chance of doing this in any way. I even had to change my accent a bit once we'd agreed on my assumed occupation to add more Asian-ness to the way I spoke. It made me gag a little. Actually, it made me gag a lot and they could tell I was really uncomfortable with it, and who the hell wouldn't be, but reassured me that it would make me fit in better. Yeah, shocker. The people telling me this were white, but I powered through because I really, really wanted to time travel. We had our final two-hour meeting going over the action plan of where I would arrive in London when I went through the Ostium door. They glossed over what I would be doing there, but that was really up to me as I'd be completely on my own, and any problems I encountered or got involved in would be mine to solve. Then we came to the last part of the meeting, and the plan. My return to Ostium. We pored over maps of the city, and the Ostium network had settled on a warehouse building near to the Tower of London. There was a specific door down a rarely used alley, meaning few ever used the door, and it was mostly forgotten. An ideal door for Ostium time travel related use. The date and time exactly six months from my arrival was confirmed, and we were all in agreement on it. That was the really cool thing about Ostium doors. It didn't matter if the actual door was usually locked or bolted up tight, or was left ajar. When it was linked with the town of Ostium, it became its own special entity, and they could configure it to a specific date and time. 
Also, barring some unforeseen circumstances, I was given a window of a few hours to pass through the door, and at the same time over the next three days, should I run into some sort of trouble and not be able to make it back on the specific date. Anything beyond that, I was on my own. There was nothing else they could do. I felt completely fine with this and was fully confident I would make it to the door on the right date and time. And then I got to have one more day on the rock and going over plans and everything I'd be doing. I might have spent it differently had I known it would be the last day I'd be spending at the Ostium Network, ever. And then the time it felt like I'd been waiting for for so long was finally and almost surprisingly here. And while I was beyond excited, I wasn't nervous because there were others who had come back in time and returned to tell the tale, and now it was officially my turn. I went into the inception chamber, waved at the person in the booth running the controls, and stepped through the door to Ostium. On the other side, I started jogging for the door marked 45, knowing exactly which way to go. When I got there, I took a deep breath forcing myself to calm, then I opened the door and stepped through to Friday, September 1st, 1666, at 10am. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skidesrætter alle de der podcasts og forklarer meget nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lytte til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.